Hi, and welcome to another episode of Trust, Trust Me. Trust Me. That's how I wanted the intro music to sound, and um, everyone involved in the process said no. Yeah, especially Ben, who's the musician that created our sound, and it's amazing. It is amazing. Good job, yeah. Ben. Thanks, Ben. Hey, guys. What's up? Welcome to Trust Me. What? How do you say trust me? Trust me. I'm John. She's not John. <laughs> but this week, we're switching. Oh, yeah. I'm Alexis. We're switching roles this week. Welcome to Trust Me, a weekly podcast about trust, transparency, and building long-lasting relationships in a fast-paced world. Boodoo. That's, <laughs> no, I said boodoo cha. Whatever. You say so this week we're switching roles, meaning I usually research and like come up with the format, and, and John just like riffs and is funny and has insightful things to say. If, if you're listening, you can't see the face you just made, <laughs> but you can imagine what it looks. Whatever. Actually, i Also, this week, I'm making all the money. Oh, awesome. So, yeah. So, what, what are we talking about this week? I would like to start off by saying that I know you think it's the dogs that smell bad, <laughs> and you keep saying it smells like dog poop in here. <laughs> it's not the dogs. Ew, what is it? It's... I I ate so much bad food. Oh my god! <laughs> I ate like well, eight. Of, people, our poor listeners don't need to know. I had too many beers last night, and I woke oh, up, man. and I the first thought I had was, "Oh god!" Oh my I god. hope the kids got Same a few here. of those donuts. Oh oh man! Yeah, John is a night eater. And a daytime eater. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Overall eater. <laughs> You, anyway. would, you would guess by watching my behaviors, he must not be thinking very much. But in fact, sometimes I'm overthinking, yeah. which is what this week's episode happens to be about, overthinking. Overthinking. And uh, this, this week's episode is sponsored by no one, because <laughs> we almost had a sponsor, <laughs> and uh, then the owner of the company listened to our podcast and said, no. <laughs> We won't say their it's name. It's because of what John named our last episode. It's because of Watch everything. Your dick. It's because of everything. <laughs> Thanks, John. Overthinking. So, what is overthinking? Well, I didn't want to like sit and reel on this, so I didn't really research a whole lot. Oh my god! I did. That watch. was my job to not overthink and and come to the table with nothing. I was trying to lead by example. Oh. No. Um. Everything that I looked at, and everything that I have ever looked at, oh, on the topic of overthinking. It all comes down to 
the conclusion that all overthinking leads to negativity. Mm. And overthinking is just when you like just think too much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Super analytical, uh, indecisive. One of the remedies for overthinking, uh, the biggest one is to take action. Anytime you take action. So for example, I spent a lot of time overthinking, which led to like, I would say depression, not clinical because I was never diagnosed, but it was a lack of action that I think was missing. I would keep thinking about all the things that I should be doing instead of saying what I wanted to do and then doing it. Yeah, so it's not really the chicken or the egg. You're saying like it's literally that because you were overthinking, you were like stalled out. Right. Yeah, that happens to me too, for sure. Yeah. And to a lot of people. Yeah, and yeah. I, I don't know enough about the author of the book um, who I was just listening to someone talking. He's a guy named Captain Sinbad. He has a YouTube channel where he does parodies once Captain a week. Captain Sinbad? Yeah. The guy we were just listened to talking about no fapping, and you're like, who is this guy? That was his first video ever. I just went to his page and clicked oldest and watched his first video, but it was like a parody spoof. He does two videos a week. One's a parody where he makes fun of someone. He'll do videos like, watch Gary Vaynerchuk once. And then some guy like, you just gotta do it! Yeah. And then he'll do a serious video later on in the week. His serious video this week was in regards to overthinking. And one of the things he said on his own, what his own volition, his own words, he said that you can never have... Okay, I found this on the web for his serious video this week. Very... in regards to overthinking and what are the things he said on his own religion. Check it out. Thank you, Siri. I think the dog was just sitting on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> that is very obscure. Next week's episode will be about distractions. Yeah. No, he, he said that uh, you, you can never have a, a business plan. You can have a business guess because you don't ever know what's going to happen until well, you get into it. Totally. They say that in life, too. Like, right. you can plan, but you have to be, like, Gumby. Yeah, so flexible. analysis over analysis, it's all analysis. It's all thoughts. You, you can learn from reading and memorizing facts. But the biggest teacher is always action. It's always putting something into motion. You don't know how something's going to happen until you do it. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. So what, for me, I don't know for you, what it's like for you, but overthinking for me is sitting and, and wondering if I should do something. Or, or it's regressive and I'm looking into the past thinking I wish I wouldn't have done that. But there's literally nothing you can do about it if it's in the past. Totally. And if it's ahead of you and you're sitting thinking, should I do this? Should I not do this? What's going to happen if this and that and the other thing? You don't ever know until you put it into action. Yeah. So, I mean, it's anxiety-based, right? right? Overthinking. Right. And, and, it, and I don't know if it's the chicken or the egg going back to that. Like, do, does depression or anxiety lead to overthinking or does can overthinking lead you into anxiety or depression? Right. I think that's kind of like, but you're saying that one way out of overthinking is take to action. take an action step. Yeah. That's cool. Right. Mm -hmm. For people that are depressed, oftentimes they'll say, take a walk, paint, color, mm -hmm. something where you're putting uh, yourself into action. I listened to a TED Talk, and it was about controlling your thoughts. And the, the craziest quote to me, this whole thing, and the whole thing was a monk that for 16 years lived in a monastery, and then he returned to society. His name is Bjorn Lindenblad. 
And when he returned, someone asked him, what was your one takeaway? What's like the one thing you learned from like 10 hours of meditation a day, eating nothing but rice and veggies mm -hmm. and living this monastic, simple, like stoic life. And he said that I no longer believe in everything I think. Mm. Right? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's like you, you have thoughts, but they, they aren't necessarily your own sometimes. They're situational or you're, you're having a thought because of an emotion. Yeah, so thoughts, I think that sometimes I confuse, and I know people can like thoughts for feelings or feelings for thoughts or whatever. Yeah. So just like with feelings that have become overwhelming, I've learned to like separate myself. Like I am not that feeling. Yeah. I suppose like in the same way, like I am not that thought. Yeah. The thought can occur and I can yeah. let it exist. Yeah. And then maybe let it just go away. Right. I yeah. do that with, I've been doing that specific thing with shame. I've started saying, hey, shame, what's that up? That feeling? Yeah, I'm like, what do you, you don't need to be here. Mm -hmm. And the guy who was giving this speech, um, he had two thoughts on how to stop uh, your thoughts from controlling you. And one, one was to take charge of your, your reality. And mm -hmm. it's to like, kind of like orchestrate what you're listening to, who you're talking to. So mm -hmm. if you've got a negative person always in your ear, it's like your, your mom, for example, still maybe talk to your mom, mm -hmm. but do it less. Yeah. You know, maybe give your mom 15 minutes a week instead of three hours every day. <laughs> right? <laughs> Not that I time. would. Yeah. Some people do that. Yeah. Never me. Yeah. I, yeah. So how do you th think, am, can I, I'm going to ask a question. Is that okay? Yes. Cool. Um, Are you overthinking asking me a so, question? So, yeah, I just know you're guiding this episode and I don't want to like take uh, us off track. You, you hate not planning. It's hard for me because I, I am probably an overthinker for sure. Right. And I, how, how does overthinking affect you in your interpersonal relationships, would you say? Does it play a part in... Um, if you wanted to tie my, my role as a provider into the equation, then yes, mm -hmm. I'm overthinking the things I can do to match your income or to be like, so yes, yeah, so it goes back provide. to fear-based, like overthinking is usually fear-based. So yeah. it's like an insecurity. Yeah. I don't, I was, re I did read one thing about overthinking. Right. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, so I read that oftentimes it is based, it's a psychological kind of. I don't want to say disorder, but it is rooted often in self-esteem and self-worth issues. Yeah. So a lot of times as you're reeling or like overthinking, it's because you're doubting yourself. And um, that's where it plays a huge yeah. role in my life, I feel like, in relationship. It's that if I'm feeling insecure with something that has happened or a behavior or just a fear that I have about you thinking another girl is hot and you want to have sex with her and you're going to leave me or something. Right. I will like literally just like stay on that sometimes and overthink it and then reel on it, you know? Right. And I feel like the only way that I can get myself to stop that I've learned and I've been trying really hard to like not overthink certain things, especially feelings and emotions is music. Really? Like, like a distraction, like a happy distraction. Like, yeah. I just have to literally, like a child, I have, my attention has to be, like, diverted. Yeah. And it has to be something pleasurable or fun, because otherwise, I want to go back to that miserable, right. like, <laughs> I would, overth overthinking. I think that works, and I'm not going to say that music is as bad as heroin or oh. alcohol, oh, but it's... Yeah. Um, I used to, it used to be alcohol. 
My what, you're, what you're describing is like a form of uh, escapism. Instead of sitting in your thoughts, you're kind of like... But that's the point, though. You're not supposed to see, sit in your thoughts if you're overthinking, yeah, right? Yeah, well... You've got to take your mind out of that, right? Or you you sit and meditate a few times a week. So meditation would be great. And a lot of times when I'm stuck in that like that really deep cycle of overthinking, yeah. that's what led to negativity. And I'm just thinking negative, shitty things. Yeah. The I have to like distract myself with something like kind of more happy. Yeah. So this guy versus meditation, which I can do when I'm in a calmer state. Right. Right. But you're st- when you're listening to music, you're stimulated. We live in a, a, a culture and a society where we are constantly bombarded with stimulation. I agree. Music though can also like has has like calming effects. Right. Yeah. Because you're so on your ecstasy. mental state. I don't know. I think that it's. I think distraction's okay if you're in the cycle of overthinking. Right. Right. Is it not? I don't think you're gonna come up with a cure for it. Not a cure. This right. is to. This is to train your brain to let go of a thought that you're overthinking. Yeah. Yeah. It's to. It's so that you don't stay stuck on it. Yeah. I think ideally you'd want. Are you telling me what I do is wrong? I'm doing is wrong. No. Okay. No. Because I think music is never a wrong. great way. Oh, I think music is a great way to escape That's it. I'm researching and coming back with information <laughs> next episode to back this up. The, um, I don't... Albert... I can't say this guy's last name. He's Swedish. Swedish. Uh-huh. He's, he's a handsome fellow. Oh. Albert Hobbenham. Hobbenham. Mm-hmm. H-O-B-O-H-M. Albert Hobbenham. He was talking about living in a society that's overstimulated and meditating for 15 minutes at a time for four days a week. Mm-hmm. Why is there a child up? What are you doing, Malachi? He... Just are he... you peeing in the trash can? Go pee in the toilet. You have, you have water. You have water in your room. Malachi, you have water in your room. Speaking of distractions. Are you peeing in that cup? Good night, sweet boy. <laughs> Albert Hobbenham. Hobbenham was saying to meditate for 15 minutes at a time for four days a week. And the reason you meditate is because with meditation, you're, you concentrate on your breathing, which is a non-stimulating activity. And the overall aim is to identify thought paths and... After practicing the identification of thought path, you can get to the root of emotions. And then at this time, you're able to start structuring the web of your own thoughts. He says that in theory, this is quite clear, but it does take practice. This is a thing that you can know. It's like if you're overweight or your endurance isn't great and you know you should work out or you know you should do cardio, the only remedy is to actually put the exercise into practice. For sure. So I I completely agree with you that uh, music is a nice escape. But I think if you want to conquer overthinking, you have to sit and you have to figure out what's going on with your head and trace back the I do meditate weekly. Yeah. But I don't find that in the middle of my reeling where I'm like intensely like overthinking something that if I just go into meditation that it works to stop that overthinking process. Have you tried it? Yes. You tried it multiple Especially times? Especially if I'm mad at you. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? I would recommend drinking if you're mad at me. I No. That's a horrible idea. Oh. Yeah. I was just testing you to see what you said. Whatever. <laughs> I'm only thinking this in regards to just relationships, I guess. Oh, really? Yeah, like what however thinking affects, you know. But yeah. this is in general. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Have you ever been mad at me and meditated and then it's made it better? Yeah. Um, if I take time out yeah. and... But a lot of, sometimes if I'm like really worked up, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Uh, and I'm getting there and I'm working on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, honestly, I think that um, we, we do meditations with the kids. We have, I've been doing it with Malachi for a little bit, not super consistently. And you've been doing it your, on, your, on your own and we've done one or two with Olivia. But um, guided meditations are great. But I really think to like see like super benefits from it to like have it be as effective as everyone says and to see the kind of return that everyone says you get, you have to do it unguided and you have to just sit there. Do you have evidence to back that up? Yeah, a few people. Because a lot of people are like, oh, just allow yourself to, you know, fall into it and don't force it and, you know... Yeah, those there are, are so many rules it seems like you have around. Right, and the people and that say I that feel like that's anti. Or the people something. that say that in the Instagram stories, the next slide. You I'm click not talking on, about Instagram stories. Like, come to our retreat. I'm talking about like Jack Cornfield and like people that have brought like west to east and what they've said about it. Like the monkey brain, if you're sitting there, like don't don't put a bunch of rules on yourself. Just like gently guide yourself back to your breath. Yeah, you know, but you do that on your own, right? Yeah, but if you're do, if you're using a guided meditation, like I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't think there's anything wrong with doing that. Right. I've been doing it on my own, but maybe there is something that you know that I don't, that guided meditation. I don't know. When I meditate, I don't listen to music or anything, and I, I get to and a place. And then you sit there and you overthink. Sometimes, <laughs> but I'm able to kind of go back, and there's a part of me that struggles with when you dive into your subconscious and you start pulling up things from, like, your childhood. Like, there's, there's my voice that says... Um, don't blame everything on your parents. Mm -hmm. Don't be a victim. Mm -hmm. But you have to address the cause of your emotions. Mm -hmm. I personally cannot do that if I have someone talking to me from an app. So in meditation, are you, are you, we're getting off topic, maybe, but I'm curious. In meditation, are you are you diving down and finding the root of some of your like self-esteem issues? Yeah. So you're thinking while you're meditating? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cause see, I don't really. I when I meditate, mm -hmm. I am literally uh, removing all thoughts from my brain, trying to. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying and just to existing. as well. Right. That's what I'm trying to do, but it doesn't right. happen always. Okay. Yeah. 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 And it's constant. It's like a, it's a, a, an ebb and flow. Yeah. Right. And I've never, I've never sat and meditated for more than 10 or 15 minutes. I'm going to look up the definition of meditation. Yeah. Are Not you, that it uh, matters because it can be different for everyone, but I'm just curious like what the definition of it says. Meditation yeah. is a practice where an individual uses a technique such as mindfulness or focusing the mind on a particular object, thought, or activity to train attention and awareness and achieve a mentally clear and emotionally calm and stable state. Right. So, so it's all subjective. Yeah, it looks different right. to, 
to I would imagine to a lot of people. Yeah, and the the point of Albert's speech was that we live in a world where we're bombarded by people trying to guide the way we think, trying to guide, uh, trying to guide our emotions, steer our thoughts, divert our attention. You're driving. There's like you said, like music. Um, music. I think you take for granted because you can listen to anything you want to now. But music used to be like this special little treat. You'd have like an album, or music would come on the radio once a day. Or before that, you'd have to like wait all week to go see the symphony, like at the church. Or make once. music yourself at home if you live. <sighs> Yeah, or make music. Wherever. Right, yeah. So In the mountains or on right. the island. Is, man, even when, okay, so we went to um, the mountains for um, a birthday, New Year's, and we still had little doses of, like, driving in the car or, like, our phone to check on the kids. It is, you don't even realize how inundated you are into a constant stimuli until you remove yourself completely. Like, our, our fucking brains are chaotic mess, uh, or have to be a chaotic mess constantly. You always have something. You have, like, have a place you have to be, or you have a thing that you're listening to, or you just saw a Facebook post or an Instagram that's, like, sitting in your head for a second, mm-hmm. which causes overthinking, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. I don't think enough people just sit down and think. I know I don't do that often. Sit down and think? Yeah, just sit down and think. But that's over... Aren't we talking about overthinking? Sit down. I'm confused. You're allowed to think. <laughs> I know but, what I'm saying. Yeah, you can but, think and you can sit and you can focus on your breath, but you, you try to let go of the one thing that you're listening to and you just like, are you're mindful and you're like, I'm just sitting here and that's okay. Uh-huh. You can't turn your brain off. No, I don't... You can. You Well, you can. You, you really... I mean, practicing mindfulness, like... Right. I mean, you, you can train your brain to just go, duh. Just kind of, just kind of <laughs> be, be in the present moment. I right. mean, I don't know. For a, just a, a millisecond, maybe, but I then don't thoughts know. come I, back There in. are times that I've felt like uh, the fuzziness of like a, a cloth that I was wearing. And like, I right. literally like disappeared into that. Yeah. For like a minute. Yeah, yeah, but those are thoughts still, right? Um, those are definitely thoughts. Those are just happy thoughts. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. <laughs> and then you're just. I don't know. When you think uh, it's interesting you say that because the the uh, becoming aware of the blanket that's on you or the shirt that's on you and how it feels or how the air feels moving around you. But it, those are all thoughts, but you're being consciously aware of what's aware yeah, of what's in happening in the current moment. moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. right, and that's you're not overthinking. Then you are thinking. Do you ever just sit and exist? Yeah. In the present moment. Yeah. Do you do do you do that when you meditate to stop overthinking? Is that how you stop overthinking? For I don't. Yourself? I, I think that meditation does help with overthinking for me personally. And that's mm-hmm. what this guy was saying in the talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but most definitely. Mm-hmm. I don't, if I, I haven't really been reeling or obsessing an awful lot in the last few weeks. And but why the, do you think that is? Because of meditation. Okay. Right? Most days, 
prior to Malachi getting off the bus, I try to give myself time to reset my brain. Unless I'm working on something and I have to work up until the moment he gets off the bus. Mm-hmm. And from consistently doing that for a month or so. Because there was a while where I was, it was pretty bad. Like the constant like self, like hatred and self-loathing that was going on in my brain. Yes, because of overthinking. Because of overthinking, 100%. -hmm. Yeah. And you've been writing things down a lot, which I'm sure is another way to kind of alleviate overthinking. Over, yeah. Well, that's an action step. Yeah. Give me just a second, and we'll come right back, and then we'll talk about writing things down. Okay. Cool. Welcome back from the quick break. During the break, Alexis asked me, "Is it?" she's like, I'm confused because you're saying to stop overthinking, you should just sit down and think. And that <laughs> does make me feel like I'm having LSD flashbacks. <laughs> Rightfully so. When you have a situation where you're overthinking, you have to get out of that with thought. Sounds absurd, but hear me out. Uh-huh. You sit down, and then you have a plan. You say to yourself, you ask two questions. Can I do something about this, or can I not do anything about it? Is it in your control, or is it out of your control? Right. If it's in your control, you're like, yes, I can change this. Mm-hmm. So get rid of that. Now you're like, how do I change it? And if it's something like, let's say, you're a broke waiter or waitress, and you're like, I hate this, and I want to get out of it, I have no skills. And you're constantly thinking, and and you're like, I want to do this, I want to do that. There's a good chance that you're thinking you want to do all these things because you're looking at your phone, you're seeing everyone else do it, even pre-phone, you're like seeing everyone else around you doing things. So stop, because yes, you want to have a different job or a different career, you want to make more money, that's big picture, and big goals are fine, but you can't accomplish big goals all at once so you break down into small chunks and you say well right now today instead of scrolling through Instagram and upping my anxiety it's induced by comparison and constant stimulation you stop and you say I think graphic design is what I want to learn and maybe put like a note on your phone post a note it's like don't open social media YouTube how to graphic design and go from there. Mm-hmm. That is action. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how you stop overthinking. You're still thinking a lot, but you're re- you're like guiding focusing. the way you're thinking. You're focusing, yeah. Because you can't. You're talking about turning off your brain. I guess we just have to define what overthinking is, and really, it's 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 like negativity. Yeah. It's like swirling negativity. Yeah. So, yeah. To take to take an action step is, is is always positive, I suppose, if you think about anything in life that yeah. Right. If you if you start moving yeah. and doing Yeah. Yeah. That. So I at night it's like uh, an insane like 
carnival. It was like, do-do-do-do-do, like, ba da da this and that. You could have done this. You should have hit this person up. When you were writing an email earlier, you use an exclamation mark, and it's, it's a it's a big CEO man that you're talking to, and he like, makes exclamation it's marks. It's a lot of work to be in a relationship. Right? With me. With you. And it's like, you've got this like, other... Instagram account where you're talking about day trips in Indianapolis. You don't know anything about it. So, like, sometimes I'll get stuck on something. Like, the, the second... I'm sorry, I'm going to hit you in the face. Is like, like, the second account, or I need an email chain, and I roll over, and I write down what it is. Or if we're not in bed, I go over to my desk, and then there's a whiteboard, and I write down a few plans of attack. And usually it's, like, three or four things, which once you write it down, it doesn't look like that much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, maybe do that before you meditate, or incorporate meditation into there somewhere, and meditation is a long-term plan, but until you put that into practice, you're still going to overthink. And I think the way to stop that is by putting your thoughts into, like, organized little slots. Yeah, and, and I, people are going to experience overthinking in, in different ways, right. right? So, where I, where it applies to me in my life is truly in like relationship and it has to do with like self-esteem. Like if I'm feeling really badly about myself, then I start to like overthink a behavior or something that made me feel insecure. Right. You know, or even in like friendships, like sometimes people will overthink, I'll overthink like an interaction that I had with a friend or something. And, and it's, it never ends up being like, Oh, actually, great and yeah. we're great and I'm great and you know it always yeah. ends up being like I come to this like negative conclusion is if I don't stop myself right but if I allow f- for me the visual of like light to come flooding in and like to try to see it through like a lens of love like and really by that I mean it's not about me like so if we had like a negative interaction or I'm feeling badly about myself mm-hmm. because of something that happened like it's it's my, they're usually through my lens and my issues and not, that it doesn't have to do with what the other person, is it, how do I explain this? I try not to take it personally. Right. If something, ne- if someone else was negative towards me and I'm right. like reeling on it right. or something, or if I'm feeling like low self-esteem, I have to just admit to myself, I'm feeling badly about myself, which is why I'm, I'm feeling negative about the entire situation or our relationship right. or whatever. I think, huh. No pun intended. What you're saying can, you can still apply the logic of well, writing things. asking yourself that question. Yeah. If someone's negative to you, can you do something about it or can you not do something about it? We had, uh, for example, we had a situation where for like a month we talked about it and it was I reached out to your therapist, our therapist, mostly your therapist, and she didn't text me back. Mm-hmm. And You've only we, seen her one time, right? Right. right. So, we, but... This whole time we would periodically talk about why did she not respond? And after a few months, you went to go back and see her, and it turns out she did text me, but I never received it. But in that situation, we had two options. We had, had asked the question, what can you do, or, or can you do something, or can you not do something? And we decided to take action, and we decided that we are just not gonna text her, we're gonna wait until you talk to her in person to see what's going on. Because if I had upset her or if she didn't like something or another, it'd be best to talk about it in person. Mm -hmm. So we took action and that actually helped with that. We very rarely came back to why is the therapist not responding to John? Why is the therapist ignoring John? Yeah. If one of your friends is a shitty twat waffle to you, 
Yeah, and that goes Can back you to do anything about it. Right. And learning to just no. yeah, not take it personally. I guess that's me my way of saying, Well, I can't do anything about right. how that person right. feels or is acting. It's not yeah. you know what I mean? I'm just gonna worry about myself. Yeah. You know, my how I respond and how yeah. I act and react. Yeah. Right. You do you girls. So and yeah, dudes. so yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's that's letting it go. Then I decided I can't control that, so it's yeah. out of my mind. Let it go. Yeah. It's, it it's go. gone. Mm-hmm. Man, my burps kind of smell like dog farts, too. That is disgusting. I'm sorry. This is awful. Should I sleep on the couch tonight? I'm so annoyed right now. <laughs> Why are you annoyed? Oh, I'm going to overthink this. Oh, man. Just give me a second. I'll call me back. You said in the break as well, you were like, well, so the podcast, it's about relationships. And do we need to rebrand or repurpose if we start doing Ooh, self-help we are and really self-discovery? We're talking about this right now. We don't have, well, for sure, we're not going to talk about this exactly right now. But it is a tricky thing talking about relationships and then deciding do we only talk about growing together or do we talk about growing separately and Both. how that makes us grow together? Both. Yeah. Right. And what is, you asked the question, is a good question. Yeah, you no, said, I, what's the application of this practice of stopping overthinking into a relationship? How does that have it, uh, an effect on your interpersonal relationships, overthinking? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the way I think that plays out, what is the role of what we're saying into interpersonal relationships? It's if you have trust issues, you devise a checklist or you have a plan, like something literally written down. Every time you find yourself sitting and reeling or feeling scared or thinking they're cheating or lying or whatever, you ask yourself, are they actually doing anything? And then you take into action these steps. Like uh, for you, uh, and this helped us, was a gray area and then something else, something or another. Yeah, you can write down facts. You can write down the things that you know that are factual and the things that are living in the gray area. Like okay. basically things that you are, a story you're making up in your head or yeah. things that you that could be the potential possibility, like the potentials, right? Yeah. But they're not facts. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's kind of allowing, yeah, to just separate the facts from the from the fiction. Right, mm -hmm. and that was super. What I, you can control, what you can't control, then yeah. you can you can pull that from that yeah. list. Yeah, and that was incredibly effective, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. It helped us through a lot. For sure. Mm -hmm. It helped to get you off the merry-go-round, right? Yeah, totally. Is that totally. what you referred to it? That's, that's a good analogy. You're just stuck and you're spinning. It's like you have to get off of it. Yeah, that's definitely what I, when I think of overthinking, it's it's like the merry-go-round. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fixation on something. And, and it's not just interpersonal. That's where I experience it the most, personally, overthinking, like in our relationship, if I just reel on something. But I also work and then with my friendships, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But it's mainly just in relationships. Yeah. You, because you're... It's that insecurity. That's where it comes yeah. from. Overthinking stems yeah. from self-esteem, and yeah. so you're you're wondering what other people are thinking about you. Are you good enough? Are right. you enough? You know what I mean? Yeah, for Doesn't me. Isn't that what it is, kind of? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are you overthinking uh, after all? You know? Yeah. Whether or not you're good enough. Good enough, yeah. Or what you're doing is good enough. Is yeah. Validation. Yeah, so it has to do with how other people you think are perceiving you. Yeah. yeah, some people overthink. If you go outside and you step on a crack, then you're going to get murdered, and then they become agoraphobic. Well, that's something a different. different. A little bit different. That's like OCD that yeah. could be, you know, 
there's other deeper psychological yeah. disorders that if you're listening to this there's probably not someone in the bushes go out get some sun on your <laughs> fucking skin you weirdo that's a horrible <laughs> thing to say don't you can't help if you have a if you have a mental like disorder issue you, something out of your control if we get a bad review from an, oh agor an agoraphobic person i will handle that yeah. I will write a nice little email. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'll hand deliver a letter, and then I'll, I'll knock on the door, and I'll just leave it in the middle of the yard. Like, here's your response. I think we've overthought this episode. <laughs> in regards to the fact and gray area in a relationship, very effective in my opinion. It helped us work through a ton of shit. Uh -huh. But what did not help was me constantly going, that's a gray area thing, Alexis. <laughs> Every time we'd start yeah. to like get into that pattern, I'd be like, gray area. You're like, ah, even if I was right, you didn't care because I was just pointing it out. No one likes that. That's true. That's very, you're becoming more and more self-aware. If someone's that. upset with you, they're not going <clears> to <throat> care if you're right or not. You don't need to tell them what they're doing wrong. They'll figure it out. It's like if someone has a zit on their face, you're going to hurt them if you poke it. It's almost as annoying you, you saying this right now as if you were doing one of those things. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna try not to think about that too much. It'll hurt my feelings. So yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Was that the? Was oh, we're that, thinking we're going to. Was that um, your so yeah? We're gonna make gonna a list of things we control, things we can't control, right? Right. We're gonna release the things we can't control, and then we're gonna take action steps with the things that we can control. Yeah. Did what I did I get that right? You did. And we, then we're gonna meditate. We didn't talk about the application of this in social media, which is always kind of a theme of our podcast. And a thing well, that Well, it's it kind of what you ties into what you're saying that we live in this world where we're constantly inundated with just distractions, which right. is what social media is. I mean, you know, so I told you I was turn in, it off. Yeah. I told you that as in well, you can't You can turn off social media. You can't turn it off, but You can. The reality is People that are turning it off are going to turn it back on, and most people aren't going to completely unplug. Yeah. So how do you navigate through social media and all the anxiety that comes with it if you're a person that suffers with anxiety from social media? How do you navigate those waters? I mean, I think taking a break, when I say turn it off, like cutting it out for a, for a while yeah. so that then you can kind of strategically right. re-enter. Right. Right. You know, in, in time, give yourself time limits. Right. Yeah, time limits is good. I was thinking of something along the lines of that, um, the time limits. If you take action, if you have a list where you have goals for your day and you're honest with yourself, you know, I'm going to spend an hour on Instagram. Mm -hmm. You can do that guilt-free, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like mindful budgeting. Like, if you are honest and you're like, I'm going to spend $300 a month on eating out. And you can work that into your budget. Mm -hmm. You don't you don't have any anxiety over going and dropping eighty dollars on dinner for two people because yeah. you've worked it into your budget. So yeah. in regards to social media, I'm working on trying to come up with a checklist that I can like screenshot and put on my phone. That's like literally every time I go on to my phone, it says what are you doing and how long are you doing it for? What is your whatever? Because there's a lot of times lately where I will be scrolling through Instagram and I haven't heard from a client or I haven't made any money or I think I have nothing in the pipeline 
And I'm just like frantically like scrolling through and looking at other people that are like working and I'm not working and it's a madhouse. I have no plan going into it. Yeah, I don't, I am, I feel blessed that I don't struggle with that. Yeah. Part of overthinking, I guess. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But so, yeah, so that's good. Whatever you can share with people that help, you know, that might be experiencing that sort of anxiety of self-comparison yeah. due to and, self-esteem and, issues, I would right. say. And it's not that I want to be someone else. I used to want, want to be somebody else. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I don't any longer want to be somebody else. But mm-hmm. I, if I go into, like, any situation without a plan, if I don't have, like, that confidence, like, I really start to overthink. Mm-hmm. It all comes down to, like, insecurity mm-hmm. or, like, fear. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so if you just take action, I think if you take action and you have a plan going forward, there is a lot less fear in your life. Mm-hmm. Fear cool. is going to present itself, but you have to, like, it's like an evil, like, monster, and you have to, like, have something to fight it off. Yeah, I'd be equipped, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Whoa. So, cool. Is that so cool? We're wrapping it up? Because earlier is so cool, like, we're wrapping it up, and I kept going. I'm sorry. It's all good. <laughs> Uh, you're a goober. I'm just going to let you. I love you too. I'm just going to let you wrap it up. Let us know what you thought about Alexis being John. <laughs> or what you thought I about I feel like I did Alexis. a horrible job. I didn't say anything funny. I didn't take us way off course. I, I'll i try better next time. Uh, you did a good job time. being Alexis. You did a good job being me. I know. I was just kidding. Thank you. <laughs> I love you. Um, this has been an interesting journey so far and thank you for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening so much, you guys. For sure. It really means a lot mm-hmm. to us. And, and we'll see y'all soon. Yeah, see y'all soon. <laughs> Bye now. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>